another lady. The, lady, the next uh, performer, she's from uh, Spain, and she's a friend of mine, dear friend of mine. And I want you guys to give a wonderful applause to Roxy JC! Spanish accent. Uh, my mom's from the UK, so but I can pretend to be Spanish. <laughs> um, this is my first storytelling. So can everyone hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, tonight my story is about appreciation. Um, a long, long time ago, when King's Day was still called Queen's Day, um, I used to really enjoy going to dark techno clubs and getting really, really high um, to hide my pain. Well, no, I just really like getting high. Um, <laughs> one night I met this tall, handsome, um, green-eyed German guy that was visiting, and it was amazing. We hit it off immediately. You know how it happens some nights, you meet a guy and everything's perfect. Uh, hiya. <laughs> um, so we're hanging out, it's great. We end up at his friend's uh, house, we're after partying, and he's so German, he has a list of drugs that he wants to do that night. <laughs> And he, he loved knowing what's happening to his body, so he would tell you, right now this is happening, my blood, blah, blah, blah. Um, he would send me pictures of his pupils dilating. Uh, good guy. <laughs> so he goes back to Germany and he comes back to, for King's Day, Queen's Day then. Um, we meet at another party, always parties. And, and the first thing he says is, actually I brought my friends tonight and I have a girlfriend. Um, but you're special, you're different, and I've been thinking about you all this time. I got the standard template and I ate it all up. All of it. <laughs> I was really hooked and I wanted to be the cool chick that I think I am. And I said, no, it's fine, it's cool, I don't mind. <laughs> Let's go ahead. But that night, everything went wrong. My friend fell off a bike, his friend broke his two front teeth. Um, he fell over and he stood up and he smiled, his mouth full of blood. <laughs> and he said, did I break my teeth? <laughs> and we all went, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but um, I decided that it was enough. I was going to be strong and I said, no, you know, as long as you have a girlfriend, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Um, felt very proud then. But I committed that mistake that I think a lot of people here have probably committed. And I drunk texted him one day. Uh, I just wrote three words, I hate you. <laughs> and, and of course he asked me why, we kept talking, and again, hooked like in sinker, I was, I was hooked again. Um, but one day I got the text that I'd been waiting for. I left her. My heart stops, I'm like, this is perfect, this is everything that I wanted. Um, I think I wanted. <laughs> and he sends me poems in German that I don't understand. Um, translate them, I think they're deep, it's amazing. <laughs> and at the time, uh, during all of this, um, maybe because I was getting high a lot, I wasn't doing very well at my job, I didn't feel very happy in Amsterdam, so I just go online and I start looking for a new job. Um, and I extend my search to Germany because, you know, I don't know what can happen, anything. <laughs> and I happen to get a job in Berlin, in a startup as a graphic designer, so I'm like, that's cool. I'm doing this for myself, for no one else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. 
to myself, I tell everybody, this is for me, it's got nothing to do with him, he lives two hours away from Berlin, it doesn't matter. There's a direct bus, I've checked already, but it's got nothing to do with him. So, after um, five days of intense AD partying, you can imagine what happens. <laughs> a lot of MDMA, a lot of drugs, and then a seven hour ride to Berlin. Um, I have so many feelings, I'm gonna explode. I'm leaving the country where I know all my friends. I'm moving somewhere I don't know. It's full of Germans and they're normally <laughs> But anyway, I get there and I spend the next week looking for, for an apartment, um, sorting out my bank account. He's helping me with everything. He's so helpful, super nice. Um, so I move into my new place. I take pictures of my room after I've decorated it and I send him the pictures. And he writes back, oh, I can't wait to see you. Kudenacht, my Liebling. Does anybody here speak German? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what it means? Can you tell me? <laughs> Does it mean good night, my darling? But could it mean, in any case, I'm never going to talk to you again? No? Because he never does. He never answers my text. He never um, picks up the phone again. Um, I I contacted our common friends, and I really hoped hard that he was in a coma. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't. He was fine. <laughs> so, with a heavy heart, I delete all his texts and his phone number so I don't have the drunken mistake again. And I try and move on, but I don't feel like I fit in in Berlin. Everyone's a hipster or a rock star or a poet. And I'm doing banners for advertising, and advertising is the enemy in Berlin. Um, but still, I, I try and get my life together. I start running. I hate it. Um, I go on Tinder for the first time ever. This is how long ago it was. Um, I downloaded for Tinder for the first time. And I don't know about you, but I'd, by now, I must have downloaded it and deleted it about a hundred times. <laughs> um, it was the first time, I was hopeful. So I go on this date, I get to the bar first because I've been running and my legs hurt. So I think I'll sit down, get there early. And this guy rocks in um, and he's got a ponytail and walking sandals on. Which I'm sure it's someone's type, but it's not my type. <laughs> and he proceeds to tell me how how he doesn't believe in public transport and how he walks everywhere, um, how he's never left Berlin because there's no point. I mean, it's the best city in the world. And when he tells me he's walked 45 minutes to my date, all I can think of is, "You wasted your time, mate." <laughs> After two very uncomfortable beers. We part ways, he probably walks home for 45 minutes. <laughs> and I'm dwelling in self-pity. Um, I still don't feel like I fit in. And after a while I get to work one day and I, and I feel something's going on. You know how you can just tell. And they call me into a meeting room. There's three people looking at me. My boss is crying. Um, it's not a good sign. And <laughs> this very serious German lady says to me, we're gonna have to let you go. And if I were you, I would leave now. <laughs> I take that as a hint. <laughs> so I pack up all my stuff and I put it in a little box. I put it on my bike. Um, and, and as I'm riding, I'm crying and I fall over. Uh, <coughs> all my things are scattered all over the, the floor. I break my tights, I'm bleeding. And this old Russian man comes to help me. Um, I don't know what he's saying. I'm like, oh yeah, it's fine. And, and as I'm standing there, I see all my stuff scattered on the floor, and I think, Ich bin kein Berliner. <laughs> so I limp towards the closest park, and I sit on a bench, um, and I decide I'm moving my castle. Fuck Berlin, it's broken me in six months. I don't want to be here anymore. And I call my old roommate in, in Amsterdam, 
and he hasn't rented out my room. And you know how difficult it is to find a room here. So that was a miracle. I took that as a sign. Um, and I moved back to Amsterdam within one week. I was in such a hurry. I put all my stuff in suitcases and I sellotaped it together. I got back on that seven hour train. <laughs> um, and again, I was there full of feelings. I was just crying. But I got back to Amsterdam and in no time at all, uh, I was back to biking around the Jordan, drinking beers in the sound garden because Amsterdam wanted me back. And what I learned from this experience is you have to learn to, to appreciate yourself. If you're not happy in a city, there's no one that can change that. You can't move and be happier. Um, yeah, and you just have to appreciate yourself.